0: On today's episode of Meet Mediocrity, you are going to hear a conversation between me, Mediocre Mitch, and my niece, Alex. So I met Alex a little less than 10 years ago, just after I met my amazing wife. Alex is one of those people who is really one of my favorite people and one of my favorite types of people. She's fun, she's caring, and she's always game for trying new things. Today, we'll explore Alex's wellness journey. We'll hear about her love of group exercise. We'll also hear about her approach to mental wellness that includes saying yes and trying new things, participating in new activities, I mean, all kinds of activities whenever the opportunity presents itself. So without further delay, here is my conversation with Alex. So, Alex, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Happy to be here. I'm excited. My first podcast experience. <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably a little bit more than that for me, Alex. Right.
0: Um, but, you know, one of the reasons I invited you, and you know this because we have go back a while, mm-hmm. is you have a very unique and positive view towards wellness. hmm and it's a unique and positive view that i admire so can you tell me a little bit about how you view wellness
1: Sure. So I mean, I've had a weight problem my entire life, like starting in middle school, I've always been a little bit bigger and I've kind of, you know, I got used to it and it kind of came my persona. But then, you know, when I started going to doctors and they they were saying, you know, you're at risk for pre diabetes and heart disease and all these things at the age of like 17 years old, it just felt like I needed to do something about it. But to be honest, I didn't do something about it until after I graduated college. Um, from the time I was a freshman in college till I graduated, I gained about sixty pounds. Mm-hmm. So a good chunk of weight from all that beer and deepy dough, and you know <laughs> all the good things that college has to offer. And I just felt like I was uncomfortable. Nothing fit. I had a, I couldn't wear the clothes my friends was wearing. So we just felt like it was important at that point to take control of my life. So you know. I, At that point, I had lost, you know, in about a 10-month period, about 50 pounds between, you know, just running, exercising, eating well, you know, basics. And ever since then, I've kind of been on an up and down peaks and valleys um, on a wellness journey. So, I've always been a big exerciser. There's never been my problem. I'm always willing to go for a walk, a run, bike ride, Peloton, you know, whatever. But... Um, the food is where I've kind of always struggled. So, you know, I've tried to just do the, um, I've tried Weight Watchers. I've tried to do keto. I've tried to just eat intentionally. Mm -hmm. Apparently people can do that. I'm just not one of them. And, you know, it's kind of taken me up to the age of 31 to kind of figure out what really works for me and what really is my end goal. And I think what I've kind of come to is that, There's a lot of things in life that you can't control and there's been a lot of things that have happened in the family over the last, say, two to three years that are, you know, maybe health related, weight related, whatever it may be. And I just feel like this, my eating and my wellness and my diet and my exercise is something that I have 100% control over. So I have to take control of that because there's going to be outside factors that are going to, you know, come get thrown at you left and right. They're going to have to deal with and you can't control what I put in my mouth and how I move my body is 100% up to me. So I have to take advantage of that because one day I may not be able to. So all I can, I have to. Um, and it's really just become such a part of my everyday life that I don't even think about it anymore it's just this is what i have to do day to day in and day out
0: so let me put this into perspective Mm -hmm. so you're 31 years old Mm -hmm. i met you probably just after you graduated college yep and you know so yes i know because we've discussed it you know you've been a little bit up and down on the scale but Mm -hmm. just to give you know anyone who's listening you know some perspective you're an average-sized person yep so we're not talking about some you know reality tv show or anything right you're an average-sized person mm-hmm. i'm an average-sized person right and you, you, you've so dieting has been an up and down thing for you i can relate to that mm-hmm. it's been an up and down thing yeah for me. we
1: love food you and i love we food love we food. love our peanut butter we love our sweets so it's just managing that while enjoying life and having a balance but not overdoing it
0: so exercise mm-hmm. is in part right And look, everyone always says, you know, you won't, you don't lose weight with exercise alone, (laughs) but exercise is a good regulator. Yep. So let's focus, let's talk about your exercise for a minute. One of the things I love about you, Alex, is you will try anything. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) You know, can you just tell me a little bit about some of the things that you've tried over the past, say, year or 18 months?
1: (laughs) Sure. So um i have gone to peloton classes i've gone to flywheel classes soul cycle classes i've done hot yoga i do regular yoga i've done Rowing classes, I've done boxing classes, I've done kickboxing classes, I've done aerial yoga classes. What's it?
0: Wait, 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 what's that?
1: So that's like where you're almost like, think of like an acrobat where there's like a oh, string yes, attached yes, to the yes, ceiling and I've you're seen moving. That. Yep. Um, I've done that. I mean, I've gone to running classes, I'm, I'm signed up for a Barry's boot camp class. So I'll pretty much try any city we're doing a city rowing class with my colleagues in a few weeks um so pretty much try anything once (laughs) because why not like what's what's the harm can
0: you uh, so it's interesting i'm going to come back to this in a second but i heard the word class a lot Mm so i'm going to come back to the cult class scene for a second but you named a lot of things can you name Name one thing that was pleasantly, surprisingly fun for you.
1: So I think, um, so I've been doing Orange Theory for about maybe a year and a half. I do it with your wife um, pretty (laughs) regularly. And it has become something that is such a part of my everyday life. I think I'm surprised how much I enjoy running. For me, it's almost like a challenge. You know, we have these benchmark runs like a mile and, you know, at one point in my life, if I could do a mile in 22 minutes, I would be shocked. And the other day I ran an 849 mile. <laughs> like, I can't even believe that was possible. Like, I, my body was possible. So, you know, I think it's really surprised me how far I've come, how strong I've gotten, how much, you know, I'm just in such better shape. And I think I really enjoy going there and the camaraderie there more than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the other classes that I've done, more so probably maybe like the spinning classes. I right. love the music. is so great. It's so fun. But you're sitting in the dark and you're by yourself mm-hmm. and you you know, maybe there's less of a competitive nature, but maybe when you're next to someone who you know and you're trying to beat them on your mile time, to me that pushes me a little bit further and it and it um, you know makes me want to do the best that I possibly can. Um, so I think that's really surprised me and I'm so surprised that I can do a push up for the first time in my whole life, which seems so simple. And my mom and I have talked about this, but I've never been able to do a push up and from going for over a year I can do one now. Yep. So I think it surprised me that how much I enjoy it. And how far I've come and how much of a family it feels. Whether you go to them locally around you. I've been to them in Miami. I've been to them in Boston. Wherever you go, you feel like part of the family. So
0: of, so it's interesting. So of all the exercise classes you've tried, mm-hmm. that's the one you've really stuck with.
1: Yeah, that's what I do five days a week.
0: Are there any others that um, were maybe different than you expected something that that, you know was either particularly well run or or particularly different than it was described I'm just looking for a good interesting story here
1: yeah, I mean, I think when we went to our first rowing class,
0: uh-huh. I think No our, wait, that was just rowing.
1: It was just rowing. Okay. It was a rowing class. Uh-huh. I think in our heads were we were thinking like rowing boats. I'm not sure what we had in our head, but like no, you're on a rowing machine. It's extremely hard. The person I was with fell off the rower because we were, like, trying to go so hard. I just think it wasn't what we anticipated. It's very hard. It's so hard. And they say it's, like, one of the best full-body workouts. Yep. And now I do it pretty regularly in Orange Theory. But I think if we went, we're like, oh, we're in decently good shape. We can handle this class. Like, we walked out. We could not – we could barely walk. She fell off the rower. You know, it was just a little bit of a much harder experience that we anticipated.
0: And there's also a technique involved in rowing. Right. So rowing is <laughs> not, you know, if you don't have that right. technique, you could have a problem.
1: Right. We were not prepared. Um, another fun um, thing that I didn't expect also is we did Peloton. Yep. So one time we Wait, did a, a
0: Peloton bike in your in, house or no, in, at in the a stu- studio? So you went to a st- Peloton we went studio. to the Peloton studio. So wait, was there a real Peloton instructor there?
1: Yes, there was a real person there. I think we did a Jen Sherman class. Okay, Jen Sherman, she's for very popular fiftieth birthday yep. party, and we all had our Spin Squad shirts. And I guess I didn't anticipate, given the other Spin class experiences, it's kind of dark. You're kind of on your own. How much um she interacted with the audience and yep. incorporated everyone, and you know. Everyone has screen names and and different things come up and your amount of classes. So I find it to be much more interactive. And I think I was a little bit surprised at how much everyone kind of laughed and joked and communicated and high-fived versus some of the other classes. It's so dark, you can't see what's going on. So I thought that was really nice. Um, That was a very nice, surprising experience. Um, I also did a tread class with them. Oh, a
0: Peloton a Tread. A Peloton
1: Tread class in their studio on Christopher Street. And I said, I run all the time. It's fine. Not a big deal. I got it handed to me because it was, it was, way so, harder. It was so much harder. This is
0: more me. this is more than a one mile car. Exactly. Of it was run. so
1: much harder than I anticipated. And I was a you know, I was with my colleagues. I'm like, yeah, guys, I go to Orange Surrey five days a week. I got this. Just kidding. <laughs> I was panting. Um, so it was really difficult. But similarly, it was a nice environment of camaraderie. You have the instructor there, they're kind of talking to the whole world, right? There could be thousands of other people taking this class with you. And so a nice sense of everyone is going through the same thing and sweating it out together um i just appreciated the camaraderie and i think i really enjoyed it and i don't think i anticipated like the filming and everything to just be a nice experience but it really Mm -hmm. ends up being very fun
0: you know you mentioned camaraderie a bunch Mm -hmm. of times so on an earlier episode of this podcast i Mm -hmm. talked a little bit about my training for a triathlon okay and a lot of triathlon training is solo. Right. Well, first of all, swimming, you know, is solo just by its (laughs) nature. I mean, even if you're with a group of swimmers, your head is on the water. Of course. Um, But even, you know, when you're training for a big race, you know, when you're you're focusing on your heart rate Mm -hmm. and your pace and your whatever, um, it's lonely. Yep. Um, And I found that I was missing the camaraderie. Mm -hmm. So you talk about camaraderie. Let me ask you a question. Do you... Get a camaraderie vibe from the class, or do you bring friends? I mean, or is it both? Like, what what is the what, what is the camaraderie that works for you?
1: It's both. A lot of the classes that I go to, I go to by myself, okay. but it's just the. But you fact. still feel the camaraderie. <laughs> but I still then. feel the camaraderie because everyone is going through the same thing. You're all trying to get your time. You're all trying to, you know, go as fast as you can. You're all trying to, you know, burn as many calories as you can. So you're all there from the same collective cause um which which I appreciate you're all there to better yourself and you know try and get to the finish line and then I think going with friends um you know I think there are specific people that I do enjoy going with sure um you like know, if
0: you were going with me for example right, going with you'd you have a great time right,
1: great time or going with your wife is really enjoyable you know some going with some other people if they complain what's going on I don't know what's happening can't follow that kind of takes away from the experience but you know, you kind of know your workout buddies. So either way I enjoy it. I mean, I do think it's a little bit more fun when you go with a specific person. Um, But I just like that everyone being there for the same cause. You know, if it's a a. 5am class, everyone's half asleep, but you like wake up together. You're all there. You all did it. You got up. Um, So I just appreciate the environment that that creates. Um, And then I think the really important part is the coach or instructor that you have. If they're, it could be, you know, four thirty in the morning. If they're uplifting and fun and make it an enjoyable experience, that is a game changer, you know, because you can be having the most miserable day of your life and have a million bad things happen, but you show up to the class. They have positivity. You're with your workout buddy, and it could really just change your whole, you know, day around and make it make it positive. So I I always find that really nice.
0: So you talked about you talked about changing your day around. Mm Hmm. You know, I find that exercise as a weight management thing is one thing. Mm-hmm. As a stress management thing, it's another thing. Oh, yes. So do you, do you find that you are exercising for weight management, stress management, or both? What is it?
1: So definitely both. I mean, weight management is a big is, I would say 50% of it, and then stress management is another piece, right? I work a very stressful corporate job in a people function, so dealing with people day in and day out can be a bit stressful just with people's emotions. Um, also, you know, for mental health, right? So I have dealt with mental health issues probably since I was you know 18 years old mm-hmm. and for me it just clears my head it's one hour or hour and a half of the day that you can focus on other things and it really just makes me feel like I'm in a routine I have it all together whatever comes at me I can kind of figure it out and it really just puts me in a much better place and listen it doesn't need to be an hour, hour and a half long workout. Maybe it's running a mile, but just getting my endorphins, getting my heart rate up, it just makes me feel better.
0: It carries over to the
1: rest yeah, of the day. It carries over to the rest of my day. You know, I just feel like sometimes even if I go to a morning class and then I hop on calls you know from nine to five, I feel like I have a better grasp on my day because I'm clear headed and I feel like I can tackle the day. So for me um, it's really definitely important for my mental health, you know, and they say, you know, dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety, yep. you know, there's millions of studies on this. It's nothing new. That's right. It helps tremendously, you know, from someone who was on medications, off medications, on medications, off medications. This
0: could be the stabilizer right. to
1: me, for me, I haven't been on medication since 2014. So for the last six years, I haven't needed medication and I think this is a big part of it because I've just been able to manage it so much better by taking control like of my life.
0: Look, I'm really pleased with the fact that, you know, mental health and mental illness are less of a stigma than mm-hmm. they used to be. There's still some stigma attached to of them, course. but the thing the thing that that I totally can relate to is the fact that the routine of exercise mm-hmm. and the the boost that you get mentally and, and endorphin-wise can really carry and, and make a difference throughout your day.
1: Hundred it, it could be a complete game-changer. And, you know, recently I've had some, a pretty tragic couple of weeks in my life, unfortunately. And, you know, my aunt and I showed up at Orange Theory and they're, they're like, why are you here? They're like, because we just need to get into a better state of mind and, and sweating it out is the best thing we could think of doing right now because, right, it's really, the situation's not going to change The situation is what it is at the moment but getting this in for ourselves to make ourselves feel better will make us feel like we have a better handle on the day and they said we appreciate you being here with us like we're so happy that that's how you think of you know the studio sweat it out it
0: will make everything it's, better yeah,
1: It'll fix all your problems uh, although
0: um, so there i'm going to shift gears here for a second but i want to mm-hmm. summarize a couple of great things that you said like mm-hmm. first of all The camaraderie of a class will keep you going. Second of all, it doesn't, you know, run for a mile. Do something for 15 minutes. It could really change your day. Um, And to me, you know, variety could be the spice of life. If you try a lot of different things, as long as you're doing something... That's kind of the key here, right?
1: Yeah. You know, I have a good friend and she's like, Oh, you work out so much. You know, I don't do anything. I'm like, did you show up to the one class? Okay. That's, that's great. That's fantastic. You should be really proud of yourself for that. So I think that people are a little too harsh on themselves. Sometimes show up, do the best you can. And if one day a week is all you got, then that's fantastic. And I'm, and I'm happy for you. Um, I think people compare themselves a little bit too much in that respect. So do what you can with the time that you have. And that's like, that's, that's all I got to do. Well,
0: and listen, the theme, the, you know, I named this podcast Mediocrity and people right. are like, you know, you don't strive for mediocre. And I'm like, I'm not suggesting you strive for mediocre. What I'm saying is don't let mediocre make you stop. Right. Do something, right. even a little something. Right. It's better than nothing. And you
1: don't have to be the best or you don't have to be the fastest runner in the room. You can walk, you can yeah. ride a bike. It doesn't matter. Just show up. And I think that's, that's a big piece of it.
0: So there's one other thing I want to cover with you, Alex, and mm-hmm. that is the fact that you're a unique person in that you don't just try a lot of different athletic things Mm -hmm. you try a lot of things so alex is the if i need a restaurant recommendation (laughs) anywhere not just in new york where we live but anywhere, alex probably is the the go-to person Mm -hmm. and and the same for like not just like exercise classes but did you try this sightseeing tour did you try this activity I mean Alex is the person so Alex Mm -hmm. what what would you say a little introspection here what would you say is what drives you to be the person who just tries
1: stuff so I have a perpetual fear of FOMO, right? I I have a fear of missing out on life. So, you know, and that ties into my wellness journey as well. But I just feel like you never know if that could be the best restaurant you've ever been to your whole life. And you have the best meal of your whole life. And you'll never know if you don't try it. Um, A lot of people tell me they don't try things because they're scared. And my response every single time is, what is the worst thing that can happen? So if you go to a restaurant and you're scared about trying a particular dish, eat one piece, you don't like it, give it to whoever you're with, right? It's not the end of the world. You go to a workout class and maybe you're not as as good a shape or you're not great at it or you just don't like it. The worst that can happen is you finish the class and you never go back again or you go back again and you run a little bit faster. Um, I just feel like you never know what's going to happen, you never know if you have 60 years, another 10 years or another day, and i would hate to sit back and not to be morbid, you know, on my deathbed and be like i wish i tried this or i should have tried this or i could have done this or I, or i wish i would have told this person that i love them. So i just feel like you have to take advantage of all the time you have and and you know, my husband always says, you just love to do activities. You just want to do activities all the time. And I just feel like I need to fill my life with things that I enjoy doing. And, you know, I think that revolves around, you know, exercising, food, traveling, spending time with the people I care about. um, Because I just never want to miss out on any of those moments. So I think that's really important to me. Um, And, you know, the wellness thing ties into it. You know, I love to travel. My husband and I have been to 21 countries together. We've been all over the world and i would hate to you know be retired and have time and money and say oh you know let's climb up this mountain and i can't to me that's like the worst thing that could possibly happen um, so i try and live my life in such a way where you know that will i hope that will never happen and i just want to i want to try everything in the world that's what i always say i just want to try everything i want to go to every restaurant i want to go to try every exercise class i want to go to every country just to make sure I don't miss out on anything, that could be like the best thing of my life.
0: Well, you know, here's why I like what you said. Um, I did an episode earlier mm-hmm. about life being short. Yep. And you know, it's interesting. So hold the, you know, life being short. You know, you you really you really should you know never give up on on whatever it is that you you love and that you're good at. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that you said is. Um, you know, there, there's a, a joy out of trying different things. Mm-hmm. And, and so to me, you know, you tie that together and it's not really a fear of missing out. It's, it's a fear of, of not living your life to the fullest. Yep. So it's interesting, Alex, I've always bucketed wellness and maybe I've oversimplified it, but I've always <laughs> said it's diet, right. it's fitness, and so. it's mental wellness. But I guess there's an element of mental wellness that goes far beyond like doing a crossword puzzle or Mm -hmm. reading a book or you know i'd like to do sudoku puzzles it's it's the wellness of doing things the wellness of of trying things Mm -hmm. whether it's travel whether it's restaurants whether it's shows Mm -hmm. or activities that's an aspect of mental wellness yep which is something that we really can't be ignoring
1: no No, and I don't, right, and you can't, you just can't put a price on it and, like, experiences. Like, I think, like, even traveling is super important to mental wellness. You know, you go to different countries, you see how people live, you see what they do day to day, you see, like, that's fantastic. I should be doing that every day. You know, just little things, and you kind of incorporate it into your everyday life. And um, I think it's, I think it's super important. And my husband says, I, you fly by the seat of your pants. You don't worry enough. Like what, I just, I can't. And I just want to experience life and enjoy it. And I just can't sit around and worry. What if, what if I can, what if I don't like it? What if the class is hard? What if the, I just, I, I can't worry about it. There's too many other important things that I need to enjoy. That's it.
0: Well, on that <laughs> yeah. amazing note, Alex, thank you so much for being with me today.
1: Thank you. Very happy to be here.
0: And um, be careful. You may be back again sometime <laughs> soon to talk about more adventures.
1: Well, I think we're going to start half marathon training soon, so maybe we can, we can pick up on that.
0: Awesome. Thanks again. So let me wrap up my conversation with Alex. There are two things that we talked about that are going to continue to stick with me. First of all, there is power in group exercise, Whether it's Orange Theory, Barry's Boot Camp, or the City Row rowing classes, there's a camaraderie and an energy that comes from the group, even if you're nowhere near the best in the class. Second, the second thing that's going to stick with me is that for some people, um, and Alex is one of them, and I'm one of them too, there is mental wellness to be enjoyed by just doing stuff. Say yes to that new kind of food. Say yes to that new restaurant. Say yes to that touristy sightseeing tour you would not have otherwise done. Because those new experiences can end up being among the best experiences you ever had. Thanks again, Alex, for taking the time to chat with me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell a friend. And please hit the button to subscribe to this podcast. Follow us at Meet Mediocrity on Instagram. Join discussions on our Meet Mediocrity Facebook group, and look for our Tweet of the Day on Twitter. This is Mediocre Mitch, and until next time, be happy, be positive, and be well.